coming up on this wet and wild edition of Don't Panic. We're going to be talking about the ocean. That's right, the big blue body of water that covers most of our planet. We're going to be rapid fire style going through a number of things about the ocean. I'm not even going to preview any of them because Matt and I haven't even talked about our list. It could be literally anything. It's going to be an exciting one. I hope you stick around because we're going to start Don't Panic right now. You're entering the Goldilocks Zone, episode number 14, recorded June 2nd, 2015. The one about the ocean. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Don't Panic, the, uh, uh, Don't Panic, oh my god, uh, I'm out of my, I'm so used to doing it, I'm so embarrassed, I just did this last night, oh my god, rewind the tape. You did it during the intro as well. Did I say it? You did, you said you called it Don't Panic, and I was like, I'm not panicking, but I didn't even realize. The Goldilocks. Oh my god, all right. You know what we're going to do? This this will be fun. I'm going to cut the tape, but I'm going to leave this in. So let's okay. rewind the tape, and we're going to do it again. How does that sound? You all get to see our lovely mistakes. So here we go. Take two. Coming up on this episode of The Goldilocks Zone, we're getting wet and wild with our discussion about the ocean. That's right, that big blue body of water that covers most of this planet. We're going to be talking rapid-fire style about a lot of different things involving the oceans. What will they be? I don't even know. Matt and I have our separate lists. We're going to combine them. It's going to be a blast. Who knows how it'll end up? It's definitely the Goldilocks Zone, and we're for sure going to start it right now. You're entering the Goldilocks Zone, episode number 14, recorded June 2nd, 2015. The one about the ocean. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Don't Pan of the Goldilocks Zone. So close, but I got it this time. Uh, uh, for take two, I'm Sean Jennings, and I am joined by uh, Big Blue himself. It is uh, Mr. Matt Mariani. Sir, how are we doing this evening? Not panicking, Sean. Don't Not- worry. <laughs> I'll do all the panicking for the both of us. My name is Mr. Goldilocks, and this is the Don't Panic Zone. I could have called you Colby Rabideau and Dan Miller. With my so. good friend, Colby Jennings. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so in a funk. It's like apparently two podcasts is too many. So, uh, But close enough, this is the Goldilocks Zone, the podcast that will talk about basically anything. And this week we have got a fun topic. I know you've been wanting to do this for a while. I love when we, we did this on the breakfast uh two-parter which i thought was great where we just kind of pick like something very nebulous and like nitpick all the little parts of it rapid fire i love it it's a lot of fun uh and hopefully you guys out there uh agree and enjoy it as well this week the ocean matt what attracted you to talking about the ocean well sean i mean summer is upon us there are many of us who really enjoy going to the beach and the shore during the summer i myself would um uh, consider myself a beach goer. I love the beach. I love oceans. I've always loved oceans and reading about creatures that you might find in an ocean or uh, beneath the waves. Um, and I wanted to talk about some things that might be uh, overrated about the ocean. But at the same time, this, this, in this way, we can appreciate the things that are underrated about 
for majestic waters. And we're going to have some opinions, and I guarantee, Matt, we are not going to agree on a lot of these. I don't think we'll agree on any of them. All right, that's bold. That's bold, but... Let's face it, Sean. We're from two different oceans. <laughs> You're from the Massachusetts Ocean. I like to consider myself from the um, New York metro area ocean. <laughs> Opposites attract, Matt. What are you going to do? Um, well... Before we get to that, we got some housekeeping we got to do. First of all, everyone out there, thank you for joining us. We appreciate you. We do this every week at our website, GoldilockShow.com, and now on SoundCloud at SoundCloud.com slash GoldilockShow. Uh, you should definitely check it out there. Um, on the site, GoldilockShow.com are links to all our social media accounts and where you can subscribe, including on iTunes and via the RSS. We're on YouTube uh, at Goldilocks, uh, Show on Twitter as well. So uh, follow us on all the places, GoldilockShow at Gmail. I'll remind you all again at the end of the show in case you forget. Part two, last week's question, Matt. Last week, I thought we had a terrific show. Uh, I was much more lucid. Uh, and we talked about uh, wacky sports from around the world. Uh, we talked about uh, a pretty good number of them. There was a caber toss. We talked about Botaushi, Sepek Tekra. We talked about Quidditch. Um, I thought it was a pretty great list. Um but the question last week was, which of the discussed sports would you be best at? Um, and I will uh, volunteer to go first on this one, because uh, usually I don't have an answer and I make you go first because I read the question. Uh, but I'm not going to do that this week. Of the sports we talked about, and I think it, right, it was those four in ear pull. Yes. The, oh, the God, super yes, disturbing. I, I tried to forget about that one. Yes. Uh, which would I be best at? I am going to say... I think it's a really tough decision because none of these sports really, not that I'm athletic, but even if I were athletic, they're very, um, they're very kind of, uh, I, I, you know, you look at caber toss, which is about heavy things. You look at botaushi, which is sort of about just kind of sort of physical pushing and, and pulling, uh, CPAC Tekra, which is kind of, uh, fast and nimble, um, and Quidditch, which is for drunk college students, um, I guess I'm going to go with Quidditch uh, simply because it's so easy. Literally anyone can do it. Um, the rules are ill-defined. Um, there's essentially no governing body. Um, it really doesn't matter who wins because it's not a real sport, um, unlike the other ones that actually are. Um, all of them are heavily rooted in history except for Quidditch. So I'm going to go for the easy one. I'm going to take Quidditch. Make some good you? distinctions. I, I wish we had brought those distinctions up in the show last week. But, I mean, I guess it's good that we bring them up now. Better late than never. Yeah. Um, of all the ones that we mentioned, I think that I would probably be the best at, um, I would probably go with Botaushi, but I would, I would put myself in a supervising role. <laughs> the coach. So I, I wouldn't have That's to cheating. actually do the Botaushi. Is that Boo. cheating? Do I have to come up with a new Boo. one? I... I can't believe I came up with this question. Um, okay, I, I guess fine. I'll go with Quidditch also because it seems the least easy. dangerous of all the, <laughs> all the sports we name. I was if I had like unlimited athletic ability and had to do one of these sports. The talk, talk raw, yes, exactly. Yeah, you are correct, awesome sir. One. Yeah. And then my if second would my, probably be caber toss, which I think both is. If my legs function cool. correctly, I would go with Sepatak Raw. But yes. they don't. So, man, you would get so laid. The ladies love that kind of stuff. That's great. Yeah. 
Wow. I'm in favor. All right, good. I'm glad we got that out of the way. Sports we will never play. Um, very good. We've got to move on, though, because we've got the oceans to talk about. Again, we're doing this rapid-fire style. If you didn't catch our previous episodes, the way this works, Matt and I, we're going to try and get through. I think when we did breakfast, we got between 10 and 15 an episode, uh, individual areas. We're going to say over, under, appropriate for each, a couple sentences, but we're going to move through them um, in the time allotted. Um, okay. We each have our list. There might be some overlap. We're going to just go one at a time um, and do these. And uh, since it is your topic, Matt, I will let you uh, go first. Okay. What is our first topic of discussion? The first topic of discussion, Mr. Sean, uh, it's going to be a little bit of a curveball. I'm going to go ahead and say starfish. Okay. Okay, the animal. Okay. Are you ready? Star- the, the creature, starfish. All right. Are you going to go first? Yes, I would like to go first. Okay, because I think I have a pretty good uh, thing here. Okay, go for it. I said that starfish are highly overrated. And I'll tell you why they're overrated. Starfish are overrated because they don't really do anything but cause havoc to our ecosystem. Right. Starfish, I mean, I guess a lot of people really like them because they can, um, like, regenerate limbs. Uh, Another interesting fact about starfish is that one starfish appears in the cartoon SpongeBob SquarePants as SpongeBob's best friend slash neighbor. But other than that, I can't really tell you a redeeming thing about starfish. You can't eat them. I mean, you can eat them, but... I don't really know of any significant culture or um, society that does, on a regular basis, eat starfish. Although I guess it is an untapped delicacy. I wonder what it would taste like. But still, the thing about the starfish is that they are destroying the coral reefs. Now, you may see some video footage of this. Um, What happens is they go to the coral reefs... And they eat all of the good bacteria that live on the coral reefs. And this destroys them. And that's pretty much all that starfish do. I also hear that they might like to be named sea stars. Have you heard of this controversy? Uh, I have not. I have not. Is that one of those like regional things? Yeah, well, no. Apparently, they're not actually a fish. So their proper name would be sea star. But then it lends yourself to the question, like, if they're not going to identify themselves as a fish, then what are they going to identify themselves as? I guess as a sea star, well, right? But and, what is that? And if you're going to be that picky and say they're not fish, well, stars aren't shaped with five points either, so you really can't call them stars. No, then they're know? not stars. They're not fish. Don't be that so picky. Jeez, looks like people. we have an identity crisis on our hands. That is lame. All I'm saying to the sea star community is, please, you got to identify yourself as um, one thing. Yeah, see, there they are now. Look at them. That that is that is uh, a strange shape. If you're watching the the video, you're seeing the tube feet of the starfish uh, as it's moving. The thing is about if you know if 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 we didn't have that design of like what we would consider a star, Mm -hmm. those things would look so weird. If we didn't automatically associate it as a star, it would just look so strange to us, Mm -hmm. this five-pointed creature in the ocean. I don't know, Sean, what are your thoughts? So you're saying overrated. 
I am going to say slightly underrated. I, I really, generally, I would like a fourth category if I don't care, and I know that's kind of terrible, but I'm really very indifferent on Starfish. If I have to pick, I'm going to say a little underrated. I'm going to go the opposite. First of all, you mentioned limb regeneration and the fact that they can shed limbs as defense to get away from predators. That's pretty cool. Not many creatures do that, so ups for that. Overall, they're just kind of weird. Like, they're not... They don't really do anything. They're kind of gross if you were watching the video a minute ago with their little suction cup legs. And um, they're very just kind of odd. And I don't know. I just, I, I I sort of like the, you know, we talk about, well, they're stars. Wink, wink, what's a star? But I kind of like that fun, whimsical aspect. I think kind of there are other sea creatures that have this going on. But just starfish is just sort of fun and mystical and sort of, I don't know. There's a lot more boring stuff going on in the ocean, and I think if you're going to ding something, ding some of the lamer stuff. You know, like a sea cucumber. Like, that sucks. Like, nobody likes a sea cucumber. At least the the, the starfish is kind of fun and weird and interesting, and you can collect them or, you know, buy them at souvenir shops or eat them or... I don't know. I, Have you ever I, I eaten think the starfish? They're fun. No, I haven't. It's mainly in, like, China and Japan and things like that. What, what do you think it would taste like? Um, Just curious. You know... Matt, I can certainly ask uh, Wikipedia. Um, you think see. they would say something like that on Wikipedia? You... My guess—I'm I'm just going to take a wild guess—is I think that the starfish would probably taste just slightly different than maybe like a, some kind of actually some kind of combination between a squid and a clam. I, I will take your word for it because I, I don't think have the faintest It would faintest have like a mollusky taste. I couldn't tell you. Um, probably right. really chewy. Uh, probably gross. And they look like they'd be <laughs> gross to eat. So I'll just go with that. Um, all right. Very good. Well, uh, let's continue on. It's my pick next. I've got a pretty pretty good list here. Um, and I want to talk about waves. Waves? Waves. Tidal Waves. Tidal waves or just regular waves? Well, waves caused by tides is really what I was getting okay. at. All right. Caused by the, the moon's orbit around the Earth uh, and the gravitational pull of that. Uh, waves, that. Waves are underrated. Waves are awesome. If it weren't for waves, the ocean would just be a big lake and it would suck if you think yeah. about it. Like, yeah, it's salty and yeah, there are more animals in it and it's bigger. But really, the waves are what make it cool. Like, would you go to the beach if it didn't have waves? You'd be much less likely to go. That's a lot of the fun. Surfing wouldn't exist. Um, ships would move much more slowly. Uh, we have engines now, but imagine ships without waves. Like, they actually propel. You know, waves are really important to the ecosystem. Um, and I think people just kind of assume the waves are just there and they don't think about them. But the ocean is like nothing without waves. The ocean is a giant bathtub without waves. Like, that's really what's cool about it. And the fact that it's caused by the moon is awesome. And I realize my whole argument on this is it's awesome, but it kind of is like the, the waves can provide electricity through wave power. I mean, waves are kind of a cool, powerful force on earth. We don't really, you know, like the wind or something kind of cool like that. We don't really talk about it, but I think waves are underrated. I think people got to get on the wave bandwagon. Wow. Do I, do I sound impassioned about waves? You do. You sound pretty psyched about waves (laughs) and we're all, we're only on the second we're only on the second topic, and I'm agreeing with you already. It's not good. I, I mean, I don't have much bad things to say about waves, and I agree that they're underrated. Like, yeah, just think about what the ocean would be like if 
there were no waves. Yeah. Exactly. It'd be like a giant bathtub. It sucked. And I was trying to like as you were as you were um as you were speaking, I was trying to formulate like a counter argument, like oh the uh the undertow. Yeah, well I was thinking of undertow and yep. and like that's really bad, but it's still not it's still not over, like an overrated thing. It's a very bad thing. But I think that most like there are a lot of people who are not aware of it. So that's why I think it's underrated. And I think that waves in general are underrated because like you said, they provide a viable source of power. They are really fun to jump in. I think a lot of people probably wouldn't even go to the beach if it wasn't for waves. Mm -hmm. Um, and also that I was trying to think of an argument about surfing and I was trying to say, well, you know, surfing, but you could like, some people could consider surfing overrated. I wouldn't be one of them. I've never been surfing. It looks kind of fun. Like I'm kind of jealous of people who can surf, but then I would just be making an argument about surfing and not about waves themselves. Mm -hmm. Waves themselves are highly underrated. Yeah, I agree. And waves that, Sporting events are also underrated. Yes. Not enough. Not enough of this goes on. I feel like as the years go by, the wave is is starting to dissipate. Yeah. It's it's a forgotten it's an old timey sort of It is. It's I mean it was pretty big in the nineties, I thought. Yeah, I don't know what happened, man. We gotta bring the wave back. Yeah, it's I mean, if you go to a baseball game, you might be lucky if it happens once. Mm-hmm. And and but, and almost never around the entire park. It's rare. No, so that's a rare. That's a that's a that's a reason for a a standing off if it mm -hmm. makes it through the whole the whole stands through everybody. Well, very good waves. Underrated, Matt. You're up next. What are we going to talk about? I'm up next, and we are going to talk about <gasps> octopi. Octopi, the plural mm -hmm. of octopus. Matt, what are your what's your now, go to here? All right, before I before. I begin, I should preface, preface that I have octopi and I have squids are both on the list. I think for time's sake, I'd like to combine the two, um, unless I, you have objection. Or approved. Okay, good. I got, I got your blessing. Okay. <laughs> so um, the octopi slash squid category, I say that they are highly, highly underrated. Um, little known fact, my favorite land animal is of course the elephant, the African elephant. But my favorite sea animal unequivocally is the octopus. And I'll tell you why. Please do. Um, the octopus, believe it or not, some scientists believe to be the smartest creature besides humans. Uh, tests have shown that octopi are able to uh, distinguish one another's feelings and communicate with one another via pheromones, which I guess doesn't really apply much to intelligence, but I have it in the notes, so I just wanted to say. Um, another really cool fact about both octopi and squids is that they both um, actually, when they, when they eat their food, they have a little beak on the bottom if you imagine like an octopus is like so the creature is up here, the beak is right down here. And not a lot of people know that. I think most people when they think an octopus is eating, they think it just like kind of absorbs the food, but it really 
it breaks open the shell and it has like a beak and it eats almost like a bird. It's really cool because like when you look at an octopus, you don't expect a, a giant like um, a hard shell beak underneath it. Um, another fun fact about the octopus is that they um, have up to one octopus may have up to 6,000 suction cups on its tentacles. Another little known fact about the squid, the giant squid, is that um, the giant squid, uh, there have only been two instances of the giant squid being captured on film, both of which were in the Sea of Japan. However, there are many Greek myths and as well as uh, Scandinavian myths that uh, report um, the myths involve the giant, uh, the giant squid, or giant squid-like creature, which uh, is remarkable considering that all three cultures are in, you know, different parts of the world, different geographical regions, different um, climate zones, but they're all reporting that they, you know, they're all agreed that this creature exists in their stories, at least pretty cool uh, it, it, I mean what the implications of that are you know one can't really be sure but one can speculate maybe sailors have seen these giant squids in the um, like western hemisphere or you know maybe the story just passed on through word of mouth we don't know but still that's uh, it's pretty cool and that's why I think that the giant squid Regular squid and octopi are all underrated. All right, Matt. Let me uh, let me tell you. Oh why wait, you're one wrong. more thing. Oh, I just want no. to throw in one okay. more thing. Yeah, go ahead. One more thing. Also, the the ink propulsion mechanism as a defense mechanism, really cool. Not any there are no other creatures that do that. No other creatures actually shoot ink out besides octopi and squid. So as a defense mechanism. Okay, go ahead. Matt, let me tell you why you're wrong. Squid, octopi, whatever, overrated. Wow. Overrated. And here's why. You're killing me. It's because they're show-offs. Show-offs? Show-offs. Eight arms, three hearts, shooting ink, no bones, tasting through their <laughs> suction cups. I mean, all this beaks, like... Who what who do they think they are to yeah. show off with all this ridiculous oh we're so smart we can pick the world cup winner like it's a baloney they're full of themselves well, I can change color to hide in my environment you know what? if you Whatever. got it flaunt it if you no. got it flaunt it no that's absolute that is absolute crap because you don't need all of that like do you need to shoot ink and change color like oh hell yeah if you got it, then you do it. But that's just unnecessary, and they're showing off. And if then I you... could shoot ink, I'd do it all the time. But then why do they have to have a giant squid? Like, wasn't a regular squid enough? <laughs> no, giant squids are cool. No, they're giant, Matt. The eyeball of the giant squid is as big as a human baby. That's, that's incredible. That's not very big. Babies are small, Matt. No, a, a human baby is, yeah, but uh, for just yeah. for the eye, just the eye is that big. Yeah, but it's babies huge. are small. It's a huge eyeball. It's like the biggest eye in the world. They, I just think it's it just they're it's lame. 
It whatever. No, they're awesome. Octopi are awesome. Squids are awesome. Matt, Matt, can I tell you a secret? I I have to I have to confess something. You're actually a squid. <laughs> I just squid this whole time. Pull oh, my mask. Damn, I knew it. Oh, uh, I knew it. No. Um. I agreed with you. I just thought we can't agree on everything, and yeah, and I was worried. Yeah, they're pretty awesome. You're right. I know. Damn it. You can't argue. I with hate when you're right. Um. All right. God damn. All right. Let me. Uh, all right. So we're in agreement. Squid are great. Underrated. Um. Let me try and find out. Okay. How about this? And this was suggested by uh, notable podcaster Colby Rabideau. Uh When I mentioned we were doing Oceans, he wanted us to talk about this, okay? Okay. The Titanic. Yeah. Yes. Opinions on the Titanic. Wow. Way overrated. Way overrated. Yeah. I agree. Damn it, we can't. All right, oh, how about the on. movie? No. The movie Titanic way overrated oh my god no. all right then, then let's keep going here uh how about mermaids how about mermaids matt um oh mermaids are slightly underrated slightly underrated because i don't think most people understand the um origin of that's mermaids. what i was gonna say mermaids oh, used to be cool and now they're really lame ah yeah. shit all right what else we can talk about here uh oh i have giant squid on my list look at that um how about spongebob squarepants spongebob squarepants that's loosely related to the ocean that is very loosely related to the ocean i think uh I I would probably have to just say appropriate because can't hate on SpongeBob. At the same time, oh, though, you can that... hate on SpongeBob. <laughs> well, I'll hate on SpongeBob. Hate on him by I'll... all means. Jump in. Bring hate it on. Him. Listen, SpongeBob is like the lowest denominator of humor, and it like you know. So I, when I think of like animated shows, I think of shows like going back a bit, like your Rocco's Modern Life and your um, a little more current, like your Adventure Time, shows that sort of have underlying tones and currents that a child on the surface wouldn't see, but then you go back and watch and you're like, wow, I can't believe that's what they were really talking about. Those are my favorite kind of shows. I feel like SpongeBob tries to do that, but never succeeds at it. Mm. Like, you always want to be like, there's got to be something more to this. And it's not. It's just a bunch of, like, really cheap jokes. Which I guess is okay if it's just a kid's show, but to put it on this level with some of the greatest animated shows ever made, I think is really unfair. Mm. It's really mindless. You know, uh, I, I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't think there's enough there to really give it the, the, the stand. That's why it's overrated. I think it's that there's just not enough substance. The, the fact that it's popular doesn't make it good. The fact that they've made a lot of it doesn't make it quality. It, it, it's just had more merchandising than any other show, you know? I, I don't think that's an indicator of quality. And for me, when I'm giving this over under appropriate, um, it's overrated. Mm. I don't know, Matt. What do you think? I think the issue that you're having with SpongeBob is that you're not... You have to watch it from the perspective of, like, how... How 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 old you were when it first came out? I think when it first premiered, we were probably like twelve, thirteen, maybe. 
I think for a 13-year-old, it's a hilarious show. I think it's because mostly because of Patrick. I have to give Patrick a lot of credit. If Patrick wasn't in the show, the episodes he wasn't in were not that great. But he's the but dumbest character. That's the point. That's the point, and that's what makes it so funny. Listen, I it? can make a 13-year-old laugh. Like, I don't think yeah, that's hard. It's not hard. What's hard is to make them laugh and think, and this yeah. show does not do that. And and maybe that's a hang-up for me and not for most people. Maybe most people just want to watch it and laugh at the dumb jokes, and maybe that's okay. I don't know. I don't agree I with the, that. I think the 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 parts that make the kids laugh, the kids laugh and think are the um, absurdities at life that Spongebob... It's almost like Seinfeld, where it's like a comedy about nothing. Like, like just the most minute things could happen. But to Spongebob and company, they become like these extraordinary feats. Like, I remember one episode. It, it was um, completely centered around Spongebob being late for work. He's very anxious and afraid of being late for work. The whole episode is him panicking because he's late for work. And then he shows up for work and the Krusty Krab is closed for, like, fumigation or something. They have, like, under-the-sea roaches or something. So what pe- what they get at is, you know, maybe the kids are thinking, so perhaps I shouldn't be so worried about the little things in life. If I'm late to work. You know, once in a blue moon, Mr. Krabs won't fire me if I'm an exceptionally good fry cook. See, that's the thing, is that SpongeBob was an exceptionally good fry cook. So he was good at his job. So that's another thing that it's teaching the kids. Is uh, if you're good at your job, then you're a valuable team member. Uh, uh, honestly, Matt. And you're not expendable. I do not have a problem with the argument that SpongeBob is funny because it's funny and that's all it is. That's fine. <laughs> if that's your argument and you want to enjoy it, great. I'm not going to. I was trying to. I know you were trying to stretch it, and that's okay. That is okay. <laughs> but it is not about deeper. Th- it is not about teaching okay. children that part-time SpongeBob's fry cook jobs are great. SpongeBob's definitely not as good as Rocco's Modern Life no. or or even Adventure Time. Any other show that that makes you think? Yeah. Like but that. it's funny. But it's funny. The other problem too for me with SpongeBob is it's got that been on too long problem, where yeah, it, it's I agree overkill. with that. It's it should it's have been stopped. on way too long. Um, I, I mean, I haven't watched it in years, but uh, any show that that's on that long is, has has overstayed its welcome. Yeah, and then the characters become caricatures of themselves, and it's I don't know, it's kind of old yeah. hat. Um, mm-hmm. So, all right. See, could we disagree on something? Mm-hmm. Finally, uh, Matt, you're you do you have something on your list we could. Uh, Yes, I do have something on my list. Uh, next on my list, ooh, okay, we'll skip that one. I had shipwrecks, but we kind of covered that with Titanic, didn't we? Well, I guess Titanic is. I, I just can you have an opinion about shipwrecks? I mean, they're 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 bad because they they wrecked. No, they're good because there could be treasure in them. Uh, but it's bad because all those people died. But they might have had treasure. I'm but they about probably didn't. Shipwrecks that are like thousands of years old, by the way. Well, I, I, okay. Are you going to be that specific? Yes. Okay. How about this? How about because I, I actually had on my list sunken treasure. Okay, that's even better. Overrated. Sunken, it's over. Overrated. Rated? I'm going to no. go there. Nope. Under. Yep. I'm going to say it's underrated. Okay. Go ahead, Matt. Why is it underrated? 
Sunken Treasure is underrated. Well, no, first you tell me why it's overrated. <laughs> you just want to kind of wreck my points. Uh, yes. No, listen, Sunken Treasure is overrated a couple points. One, way too hard to get. Buried Treasure, much easier to get. You just follow a map and you're there. Sunken Treasure... Oh my god, you need like a goddamn submarine to get it. Like, way too impractical, right? Uh, second of all, um, rare and difficult to get in general. I think that's true of most hidden treasures. I feel like the deeper you go in the ocean, the more rare it is. And um, they have curses on the treasure. If you find it, you will be cursed by whoever it was in the boat that sank with it. Well, and, who's to say that the buried treasure doesn't have curses attached to it? Um, you know what, Matt? I think that's a fair point. No bury, no hidden treasure at all. Avoid treasures. No hidden treasure no at all? No hidden treasures. What no. is the point of life if you can't no, stumble it's upon not, a hidden Matt, treasure? It's, it's not worth the gypsy curse that will be put on you um, and send you to Davy Jones' locker. So, no. uh, no, I'm a I, treasure seeker. I have treasure seeking. In absolutely. Not. And I don't think it ever pans out. Like, all the time I'm like, oh, some guy found an old ship and it had, like, five bottles of scotch from <laughs> from 1500. And I'm like, that's, yeah, that's bottles of scotch from 1500. You know how old but, that is? That's and so he funny. spent, like, $10 million getting those five bottles because you have totally to get, like, a it. ship and a crew. And, like, it, I, there's no way it pans out. You have to be a billionaire to do it. Yeah. Um, or be hired by a billionaire. Oh, so you want to be the the renegade adventurer type who is an expert in the field and gets hired. But then you don't get the treasure. The billionaire gets the treasure. You just found it. Uh, Not if you take the treasure for yourself and move to a different country with the treasure. And then you spend all the gold to become a billionaire yourself. with, With the female scientist you met, and in the end you have to confront the billionaire who's the bad guy. Yes. Who's really the reincarnated pirate who lost the treasure? Yes, and is trying to watch get it back. It. I'd watch that movie. Yes, and then in the end, you fight a dragon. And, okay, all right, but it's an underwater dragon. All right, slow down, buddy. I think a, a giant squid, maybe. Oh my god, even better. All right, <laughs> giant squid. Uh, so anyway, that's why I think treasure is un- uh, overrated, Matt. A- anything you'd like to add as to why it's underrated? Uh, it's underrated because have you ever found hidden treasure? <laughs> no, no, I haven't. Neither have I, okay. but it's, that's why it's underrated. It's it, like the experience of finding hidden treasure is a memory that you'll cherish for a lifetime. And it's Matt, it's a fleeting high. You'll just want to get more. <laughs> exactly. And then you, that, It'll pursue. It'll it'll lead you on a quest for treasure all over the world. You'll get to see things you've never seen before. You'll get to experience new tastes, new sounds, new sights. So you want the movie version of finding treasure, not the real life version, and that's okay. Yeah, that's, yeah, I do. I, I think that's. I want the movie version. Like yeah, that's that's. That's underrated because I, I don't think you know how awesome that would be. I'm I want I want Nicolas Cage and National Treasure style. No, none of yes. that. Yes. None of that. Yes. None but in the, the ocean. Putting the lemon juice on the day yes. on the Constitution. Yes. No. But on the ocean. Yes. In the ocean. <laughs> yes. No. I, I want I, the Indiana Jones stuff. Indiana Jones, but in the yeah. ocean. Why wow. did it have to be squids? <laughs> um. Yes, that's great. No, I agree. In, in that respect. But yes, no, it's, I don't know. 
Too much of a hassle, Matt. Too much of a hassle. Underwater Nazi base. Underwater. Oh my god. We need to do one whole episode where we just write a movie. Yeah. We just spitball <laughs> ideas and, and and come up at the end with a with a with a treatment for a movie. Yeah. We'll have to. We can do that. And we know a friend who is an expert in screenwriting. Yes, we do. Well, ha- we maybe maybe she'll be interested in coming on and helping us out. Yeah, that'd be awesome. We'll have to write we that one down. Movie, and then we could have the whole taping of our podcast could be like part of the um, bonus features of the DVD when it comes out. When we're rich and famous and successful, when, when we yeah. use the uh, buried treasure to to fund our our movie project. Well, see at the end of the movie, I think the buried treasure should actually be in the hearts and minds. Yes. Of every of every adventure seeker. He opens the box and it's just a note. <laughs> the real treasure is in your heart. Has been in you the whole time. Yep. And, and he then makes Audie... out with the incredibly attractive um but also when rain smart is falling down. Archaeologist that he's been with the whole yep. time. Yeah. And audiences leave the theaters disappointed. Uh very good. Uh Matt, any uh you, you have another one on your list for us perhaps? I, I can go to my list. No, I'll, I'll pull out another one. I'm I uh I'd like to go with um <laughs> I'd like to go with Okay. I said islands. That's not the ocean, that's Which is land. It's not really the ocean, but yeah, that's land. But it's surrounded by ocean. Okay, then do you want to talk about the ocean surrounding islands? No. Okay. I'd like to talk about uh, whirlpools instead. Whirlpools. Oh, yeah. interesting. It's kind of like the extreme version of tides. Yes. Uh, where they will suck well, you down. Well, I think down. undercurrent is probably the extreme Un- version of tides. Yeah, but what's an extreme undercurrent? Like, uh, I guess, a whirlpool. Maybe. I don't I, know. I don't know where whirlpools come. I from. I don't know if you can get. I think undercurrents are pretty much the extremist. Like where, that's the. Where do whirlpools come from? That's a good question. It's also a question that I did not look up before coming on the show. Whirlpools and oceans are usually caused by tides. Oh, okay. So you learn something new every day. So it's like the tides. The tides are are sort of like fighting each other. Like, like one tide is moving in one direction, the other tide is shifting in the other direction. Yeah, uh, kind of like a tornado. It's the same idea where you have the two wind masses coming together. Yes. It's probably the same oh, with the tides. Right. Yeah. Um, but according right. to Wikipedia, they are. Wikipedia says, "quote The vast majority of whirlpools are not very powerful." Oh, good. I, I good. and they're rare. At least in the ocean. In in, in they, ponds they and lakes, they're more common. Ponds and lakes? Yes. Yeah, that would make that would make more sense because the the um current has a better chance of being more powerful if there's less you know, less water to manipulate. Well, I guess in this case then they're overrated. Yeah. They okay. would be overrated. Yeah. They don't they I mean they exist and they 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 were probably dangerous to like Vikings and small wooden boats, but really today I don't think there's really any threat posed to humanity by whirlpools. Yeah. It's good. Okay. Well since that uh that went over in a big uh <laughs> shit basket, can I pick another uh of topic? Course. I would like to go ahead and say, um let's do uh 
Let's do let's do tsunamis. Well, soon. All right. Since yeah, I guess on, it's we're on the topic of, of loosely. Uh, so right, now, are we going to do just tsunamis or? Yeah. Okay. Yes. No, you're right. Tsunamis, which are really caused by earthquakes. Yes, but it's ocean water. Yes. Is do you have an opinion on tsunamis? But I would have to say, um, definitely underrated. I agree. Because they're big and powerful. They're tragic. Yes. They cause a lot of destruction. Is a major force of nature. Yeah, and I, I think that's. I think up until um, up until like recently. You like they didn't get much recognition because I mean uh, more they were pushed aside more for earthquakes and for tornadoes, uh, especially in the United States. Yeah, but yeah, definitely recently it's almost like the the tsunami is like the it's become like the global catastrophe. You well, know? And, and well, and it is if you really think about it. I mean, what other weather events are uh, when an, there's an earthquake in California causes a tsunami in Japan? I mean, it really is a global event. Um, yeah, exactly. And and I think it's coming to its own recently because it's required so much cooperation and technology to predict and warn and create systems that when there is a seismic event, you can let people halfway around the world know what's happening. Um, and I think that's recent. I think that's your, your you know you're talking the last forty years or so. So. Yeah, that that's been a big change, um, but it you know it's kind of amazing when you think about a, a tsunami versus say a hurricane or a cyclone or something like that. Um, you know that uh, they're dangerous. Don't get me wrong, and they're very damaging. But that's really more of a wall of of rain and wind. You know, you can you can put plywood on your windows and hunker in your basement, and you might be okay. A tsunami is a solid wall of water. It is. It is much more difficult not only to survive but to just avoid in general you can't right. hunker down for a tsunami no, because you, you will be evacuate. wiped away yes you have and to you don't have much you don't even have much time to evacuate no and that's the other thing too hurricanes take days to develop in the ocean right a tsunami can be within hours so it, it is it's a big difference it's a much more dangerous storm yeah tsunamis are scary stuff and, and you know it, god forbid the earth sees more and more uh seismic events but you could certainly see uh, more tsunamis happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see how we're doing on time here. We are just about out of time. Matt, how many more do you have on your, your list you think would be worth talking about? Worth, worth another mm-hmm. episode? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I okay. have some I have some really good ones I was saving to the end, but uh, uh, yeah, we, can, we can talk about them next time because they're actually, they're very good. Okay. I think I, that sounds I, good. I'm looking forward to that. And of course, next week, we're going to end the episode with the big question, oceans over, under, or appropriate? As if you can have a single judgment. But we're going to try. Uh, Mm -hmm. So join us next week. We do part two of oceans. Uh, If you have a suggestion for a topic you would like us to discuss, we want to hear it. We may not use it, but we want to hear it. At Goldilocks Show on Twitter or GoldilocksShow at gmail.com. Let us know, uh, and we'll credit you uh, by name on the show next week. Uh, before we go, we have to do this week's question, which is, it's a long one, so buckle in. Astronauts have discovered a new ocean beneath the surface of Mars. What do you name this ocean, and what will it be like? What will its uh, attributes be? What might live in it? What Anything. What what will it be like? Use your imagination. Let it run wild. We want to hear from you at Goldilocks Show on Twitter again. 
goldilockshow at gmail.com. Check that out. I'm going to have to think hard about that one. That's a real creative uh, task we've, we've set upon the viewers. If possible, draw a picture. Ooh. Post it, post it to Twitter. How about this? First person to uh, draw a, 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 a an artist illustration of what the ocean would look like and send it to us through Twitter, Gmail, whatever, uh, I will send you a custom Goldilocks Zone uh, product of your choice. Okay. I'm going to say cell phone case, but if you'd prefer, we can do keychains, buttons, a beach towel, t-shirt, uh, apron. We can do all kinds. We can put our logo on anything, uh, and we will do that for you. So first person Sunscreen? to send that in. Uh, no, I don't know about that. Um, Cutting boards. Uh, you would not believe the stuff. Uh, uh, Lampshades. I mean, you can really put your logo <laughs> on anything. It's pretty Beach cool. umbrella. Beach umbrella. I, it, I know regular umbrellas. I know beach umbrellas, but definitely, yes. So sky's the limit. Um Send that into us, and, and first person to do that will get that. So, can we get them their very own Goldilocks submarine or submersible vehicle? I will. How about this? When I send you your prize, I will draw a picture of a submarine okay. with our logo on it, and you can have that a Sean Jennings original. Deal. There you go. What? It, now no one's going to enter. Uh, <laughs> what was I thinking? Uh, so join us back here next week. Goldilockshow.com is the website. And again, I'll remind everybody now on SoundCloud, SoundCloud.com/slash Goldilockshow. Um, Probably between either this episode and the next one or the following two, um, I'm going to switch our RSS feed. So I will just say, do not worry if you are listening. Don't panic. Don't panic. Yes, exactly. If you're listening via iTunes, uh, you will not notice a change. It will fix itself automatically. If you're listening on other services, you might have a disruption. Um, but I promise you will be kept in the loop as that happens. No one will be left out in the cold. So just look forward to that happening in the next couple weeks. Sound good? Sounds great. Outstanding, Matt. Anything else before we conclude? I would have to say uh, this statement uh, from the film Waterworld by Kevin Cosner. I think he says something along the lines of the ocean is a cruel mistress. Treat her with kindness and she will bear you fruit. Did you just make that up? Yeah. yeah. I think it might have been from Pirates of the Caribbean. All right. All Something right. Like, Come on. One of those ocean movies. <laughs> Actually, my, I, I, I'm, I'm going to have to watch Waterworld. Um, Why? Why would you I always want to watch it. It's supposed no, to be terrible. You know, it Kevin, is terrible. You know, Kevin Costner had them go back and digitally uh, lower his hairline in the movie after it was yeah, shot. Yeah, I, I heard something. He is a crazy it. man. Um. That was a bad movie. Don't watch it. I gotta go Don't watch waste it. your time. Got to be ready for next week's show when we do Oceans oh, Part 2 on behalf of Are Matt. Are we going to talk about Waterworld? Please. Don't talk. Let's well, I, not talk about Waterworld. Well, Matt, I will tease on my list. I have a movie with Ocean in the title. So, uh, Ocean's we, 11. Ah, uh, shit. Yeah, that's what it is. All right. <laughs> Are there other movies with Ocean in the title? There are other Ocean no. movies, but none with Ocean in the title. Disney's Oceans. That's true. I mean, there's a lot of movies, like The Perfect Storm and Castaway, and there are lots of movies about oceans, but... The Ocean Maiden. You, is that a movie? Again, the, did you just make that up? That's the That was the working title for The Little Mermaid. Oh, see, that is a fun... We're full of fun facts. No, I, All right. I made that up. That's we're we're going to let you people at home go. Uh, Matt and I will continue to waste time off air. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us on behalf of Matt. I appreciate it, and we will see you guys next week on a brand new episode of The Goldilocks Zone.